Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this Sunday morning. Um, are, you, are you feeling chipper, Steve? I'm feeling chipper. I just finished a jigsaw. That's how chipper wow. I am. Wow. Yeah. You know how to live. One piece missing. Oh, I actually, I actually nearly swore then because that's yeah. how much I hate it. I, I knew from about 50 pieces from the end it was all yellow and I was like, there's no yellow pieces here. These are all grey and blue. Oh, well, okay. Maybe it'll pop up somewhere. No, 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 no. Where is it then? Well, it's, that's what happens when you get it from a charity shop. I mean, I've now oh, marked on the box, this piece is missing. And then... <laughs> When I go to the charity back. shop, that the person will know, you know, oh, well, there's a piece that's good. missing. There's one At least piece they're missing. aware of it. See, you know, people think charity is all great and stuff, but it, there are some downsides to charity. Yeah, charity you know rage. I mean? That that's one. Charity yeah. rage. Yeah, mm. getting all your stuff. Well, I found it. Well, actually, there is the downside to charity that I've found in the last week or so. I don't know what it is. Whether it's just this country or just because the way we are at the moment, everyone's angry. You know, I've said it, we said it last week, didn't we? The second lockdown is definitely angrier than the first. People are a lot angrier, yeah. First one was all rainbows and clapping hands and, you know, and, yeah. and trying to find window pasta walks. and yeah. window walks and sunshine. And this one's like, put your mask on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's dead angry, this one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is, though, isn't it? And um, so. <laughs> A couple of things I'm doing uh, this year is um, so I'm doing a panto, doing panto in Manchester, and one of the things they offered the other day, nothing to do with me, I just reposted it, was um, for the first performance, it's free tickets for NHS staff and their families. Yeah. Because okay. it's nice. been a tough year for them, yeah, for a lot it's a nice of them. Thing to do, yeah. It's been a tough year for a lot of people, but it's very much been tough for them. So, do you think, Steve? I'll mm. give you the options here. Do yeah. you think every single person said, "Oh, wow, what a lovely thing to do," or do you think quite a lot of people said, "What about me?" Is it Which was it on Twitter? Reckon? Yeah, it was on Twitter. <laughs> I think they said, "What about, what about me? me?" Did you think they yeah. said that, Steve? Yeah, because it's Twitter, and that's what yeah. they say. You say anything, they'll say that. What do you mean? They've been getting paid. Somebody said. Yeah. They've okay. been getting paid. This is how some people view the world, Steve. Why can't people just be a bit more happy? Oh, I mean, it kills me. Absolutely yeah. kills us. And it's sort of making me like, because I'm doing Royal Variety this year. That was the other big thing that was announced this week. Yeah. And uh, which I'm very excited about. And again, some the, there's no live audience. Yeah. Um, That's unusual, isn't it? That's different. Yeah, it's going to be very different. Um, so there's no live audience. And... Uh, and and so it's people on Zoom, and the people on Zoom are gonna be, you know, frontline staff again, right? Yeah. And uh, I sort of slightly pause before a. Me? What about me? <laughs> ah, shut up! We're all having a tough time. Let's get on with it. You know what I mean? That's my that's my view. I've turned as well this lot. Everyone's turned. Put your mask on and shut up. Just get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard. I, I like the phrase, we're all in the same storm. We're just mm. in different boats. Oh, that's, yeah, that's it's nice. It's quite yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because some people Why are obviously... Why is my in... boat not as big as his? <laughs> that's basically <laughs> that's what people would say to that ah, bit of uh, He's got a sail. <laughs> Feel like, like, oh, shut up. <laughs> 
Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, Steve, I actually, uh, I know I was sort of slagging off uh, Twitter just now, and mm-hmm. I stand by it, but um, I actually won a huge battle for the consumer this week. I'm basically Martin Lewis. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what, yeah. what happened? But I've not saved anybody any money or anything. But... No, have you saved yourself some money? No, but I've just made oh, okay. something oh, right. a bit better. Okay, okay. For everybody concerned. So not really Martin Lewis, but not, yeah. not at all. No, no. Um, I posted the other day that uh, so we finished the TV show. We finished this show, uh, which I'll tell you about later, actually, which is a, a thing for stand up to cancer. We finished it and we got to the end. All the crew, everyone's done a long day. So I thought, well, I'll do a nice thing and I'll buy everybody pizza. So I ordered loads of Pizza Express pizza off the app. Mm. And obviously it's COVID and all this sort of stuff that's going on, you know, oh, so it's yeah, hard to... share a pizza, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you've got to, like, like one person has to go in and, like, share all share. Well, when you get them in there, do you have to take every other slice out well, so that you don't touch? Steve, yeah. listen to this. Yeah. Pizza Express, I don't know if you've ordered from Pizza Express. No, not, not But really. someone at Pizza Express has decided not to cut the pizzas into slices. Oh, that's So that's basically it. you just get a full pizza, okay. but we, we've no way of cutting it apart. <laughs> no, you can have a you carry one round. It's not the sort of thing that's on a key ring, is it, pizza cutter? It's not really, no. And it's Even on a Swiss <laughs> army know, knife, you won't get a pizza cutter attachment. Yeah, you certainly don't. Yeah, exactly. You certainly don't have it with you. You know no. what I mean? Uh, so I just posted about it, and um, Pizza Express came back with what I thought was quite a weird answer. They basically, like a lot of people and a mm. lot of companies at the moment, um, essentially blamed it on COVID. Oh, that's unusual, isn't it? Everyone's yeah, listening. you know, you know, yeah, we've talked COVID, about it before, haven't we? Yeah, it's COVID, isn't it? That's it's sad. like the new excuse for bad service. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? It's like, well, yeah, it's exactly. COVID, isn't it? Well, how's but... how's this affected by COVID? I don't so, get it. What did they explain how it was affected by the COVID? Well, this is it. They said, uh, "Hi, Jason. Uh, we know the reaction uh, we're going to get for the for the reason, but we'll say it anyway. Minimising the contact of our chefs have with the food by not slicing the pizza is better for customers in the current COVID climate." Mm. Well, I can now, see a sort of logic there, but mm, Steve, they've always done it pre-COVID. <laughs> They've always not sliced a pizza. Have they? Oh, I didn't It's always know that. been their oh, policy. Thing? Oh, I don't know. All right. They've never okay. sliced it. And when you're in the restaurant, it comes on a plate that's the size of the pizza. So you've yeah. not even got any room. Yeah, I remember that bit in the restaurant. I've done that yeah. bit in the restaurant. So they said, we'll slice them on request, they said. I said, why? It's like donating blood or donating, you know what I mean? Donating your body after you die or whatever, your heart after you die. It should be opt-out. Opt out. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. opt-in. Yeah. It's the same with the slicing of the pizza. Yeah, yeah. Um, just assume that I want it sliced because it's exactly, a pizza. Exactly. So I did go back to him and just said, look, that's a rubbish excuse because you've always done it. And also the guy has already been knee-deep in your dough. Mm, yes, not we do, I think he does it with his hands deep. rather than his knees. <laughs> Wrist deep. I don't know how to make a pizza. Everyone's got their own way of folding the dough, so you never. You might be right. He might. I don't he might know. Have done it his knees. But he's been. His hands have been in your dough. He's had a little tinkle of your pepperoni. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's he tickles your pineapple over the top. He's he tossed your mozzarella. Up. 
Yeah. I mean, the horse has bolted, mate, yeah. when it comes to COVID. But then that's been in the oven, so they could argue that that's maybe would So it comes out of the, the oven, germs. and I've seen them slice these pizzas, mate. They don't even touch the pizza. They put it in the box. They spin the box. Mm. Yeah, they don't, do they? It's yeah. a rubbish excuse. It's anyway. not Edward Scissorhands, is it? He's not cutting it with his hands. He's got <laughs> exactly. a little slicer. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, I did a... Um, I thought, right, well, I'm going to do a poll. Oh, okay. Uh, or a poll. What was, was the question? Poll or a poll? 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 I think poll. it's a, poll. a poll. Yeah, it's a yeah. poll. Uh, did a poll. I said, it, I will bow down if I'm on the wrong side of history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should your pizza come already sliced? Yeah. What was, Steve, the, what was the percentage? Well, I mean, usually... Well, there's always going to be somebody, because it's Twitter, yeah, as we said. Of course. You'd think yeah. it would be 51-49, which seems to be the vote of everything at the moment. Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah uh, it. Steve, it wasn't. It restored my faith in democracy. It was like was 98% oh. sliced. And the two people were the Pizza Express, the 2% were the Pizza Express people going, exactly, get online yeah. now, quick. <laughs> yeah, they put they said it's going to be a landslide. We're going to look stupid. <laughs> Uh, so they did. Um, they did message. They said, "You win, Jason Manford. A true slice of democracy. We now pledge to unify and not divide pizza slices and non-slices." Uh, they said, "Good luck with Sleeping Beauty next month." Oh, I'll probably order some pizza from them for the cast yeah, if it, it comes come, yeah. sliced. Yeah, yeah. Jason Manford. What you been watching on telly, Steve? What I've been watching on Twitter. I watched, uh, I forgot what it's called now, that thing with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. In oh, I've watching been that. watching it. I, I, And I also keep forgetting what it's called. Yeah, uh, it's what is called it called? It's <laughs> called The Untold? No, The Undoing. Yeah, is, is that what it's called? I don't know. No idea. I don't know. And honestly, every time I say to my wife, I go, are we watching an episode of Untwisted? Like, I'll say everything. It <laughs> yeah. begins with on. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, that was good last night, wasn't it? Untoward. Like, yeah. I, honestly, I get the first no two letters. No idea what it's called. No yeah, idea. Unforgiven? Unforg- Unforgettable. No. <laughs> it's not unforgettable. No. But it's forg- it's, yeah, um, it's completely forgettable. What? It's good, though, isn't it? I enjoyed that. Yeah. I think, is it called The Untold? With uh, Hugh Grant. Yeah, it's called The Untold. Untold. Yeah, that's um, good, isn't it? I'm a sword No, the first... it's called The Undoing. I got it wrong oh, again. It's called the Undoing. Even when you Googled it, you got it wrong. <laughs> I know. I typed in Untold Hugh and it went, Grant? So I yeah, thought it was... Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> but it was wrong. Um, yeah, are you caught up? Are you up to date? No, we have only, only done the first two, I think. Only done oh, the first okay. two. Which Who were the you... ones that we'd kind of knew what had happened because we'd watched Gogglebox. Oh, I know. That's the only problem with Gogglebox, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it, we weren't in then. Now, if it comes up again, we'll forward through that bit. Yeah, which, yeah, you know, yeah. You don't who'd, like to do, but... Who do you think... Um... Oh, no, it's too early for me to... Well, I mean, you can have a guess. If you're episode two, most of us are I I think the person who's done it is not not around yet, I think. Oh, you don't think we've met them yet? I don't think so. Interesting. Uh, Well, if you've not seen it, it's, we think, called The Undoing. (laughs) Unforgettable. (laughs) Unforgettable. Uh, And it's on uh, on Sky. Uh, It's uh, Nicole Kidman. Um, and Hugh Grant, who's... I don't know why we're always surprised at how good Hugh Grant is at acting. No. I don't I know why... He, every... he, do, he plays himself down, doesn't he? Yeah, but every time you... Like, I watched, like in Paddington, he was amazing in Paddington. He's brilliant in The Gentleman. He's great in this. And every time I go, he's good in he, Hugh Grant. Like, why am I surprised? He's a brilliant actor. Uh, so that's on. And, um, and it's very good. It's a murder mystery... And it's a it's beautifully shot. Donald Sutherland's in it as well. He is, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, yeah, it's it's just gorgeous. Already, my wife was uh, googling uh, Nicole Kidman's wallpaper. Oh, okay. Uh, it should be like a Shazam the, for that, the shouldn't it? When you see like a it wallpaper, should really, yeah. 
it, it, she's clearly not the only person who's done it because there's already a Guardian article about the wallpaper on the undoing. So yeah. that's where I, that's what my life is. No matter how exciting a TV program it will end up with. I wonder where that oh, lamp's from. That wallpaper. That's nice, <laughs> isn't it? So have a watch of that. Catch up uh, with me and Steve and watch uh, and watch the undoing on Sky if you've got it, and then we can talk about it without spoiling it for everybody. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. You're a series ahead of me with uh, This Is Us. On, yeah, well, uh, just, just about. They've just started. That's the first three of uh, Series five. 5 has just started. I'm so we're a day four. behind America. So, Right. It's hard not just watching one. Not used to just watching one. You want to do a couple. Yeah, so that's what I'm finding hard about this undoing. Yeah, yeah. Well, Waiting yeah. a week till the next one's out. You're all right because yeah. you, they're all sat there, aren't they, four of them? Yeah. But... And I'm celebrities on there, so you can only watch one thing every night. And that's I'm a celebrity, yeah, that's true. Although I've not actually watched an episode yet. I'm trying to... I'm not to really started yet. No, I like, like it to get in, yeah, like get stuck in there. Because some people peak too early. Mm. I yeah. think. What's, what's your assessment on that? On, uh... We haven't really seen a lot of anybody yet. My right. assessment is the castle is amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. Such a great location. I don't well, think they've done I'll well there, Australia. <laughs> it just looks amazing. I wonder. I mean, the thing about... Australia is that mm. that was one of the stars of the show, wasn't it? it was just seeing the sunshine and uh, you know yeah. and having that that beautiful green. Uh, but also that that six star hotel that your family's all sat in. I mean, that's not the same in North Wales, is it? I guess not. No, there and are when some they get nice voted hotels, out, surely yeah. they'll just go home. Yeah, they just go home, won't they? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so. With, and with all the social distancing, they're probably not waiting for the end of the for a big rap bridge rap anyway. Party. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? No, I've not got round to watching it yet. I was disappointed to see how many people thought I was going to be in it after I joked about doing it here on the radio. Mm-hmm. I was a bit like, um, I'm not being funny, guys, but I am currently working. So mm-hmm. that's who goes on I'm a Celebrity, isn't it? People who are yeah, I think not really good, working good, that much. Good one. Moment. Mo Farah's on it this year, Sir Mo. Sir Mo. Yeah, also, Mo, and I've got all my respect for Mo, of course, Sir Mo, but he has stopped running, hasn't he? He's still running around the courtyard. <laughs> he is. Shane Rich is very good on it. Shane's Obviously. always going to be good on stuff like yeah. that. Anything where the, that, that, that needs a bit of personality. People like Shane and that and Vernon and that are going to do all right, I guess. Yeah. Um, what's Beverly Callard like? I'm not because obviously we both work with her daughter, Rebecca Callard. She she seems to be doing all right. She had the eating yeah. challenge yesterday, a couple of days ago. Oh, okay. She's uh, eating all sorts. She's vegan, but she only went vegan in March. So oh, uh, right. I think that's a tactical thing. But in the eating challenge, <laughs> she obviously all, knew it was coming up. Yeah, I'm not eating right. a gonad. I'm, I'm vegan. I can't eat gonads. All right. Well, you eat this fruit that's called the vomit fruit. <laughs> oh, did I say vegan? I meant pescatarian. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing, isn't it? The eating challenges. It's just if I just couldn't do it. Well, it's because it's in because it's over here rather than over there. There's no widgety grubs. It is just like sheep's testicle. <laughs> right. So it's like our. It's very British. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Jog yeah pie. It'd be interesting, isn't it? It's it's also quite funny. Like I get it. You know, they've been in a bubble and telly's you know allowed to be made because it's work and stuff like that. But it is odd that Vernon Kay and Beverly Callard can sit and have. A sheep's testicle, but like I can't have McDonald's with my mum. No, but where, where better to to be isolated than in a castle in the yeah. middle of nowhere? Agreed. It could not be safer. It's yeah. Absolutely, yeah. No, I do. I do love a bit of I'm a celebrity. I will. And and uh, and Ant and Deck are always very good, aren't they? They're they're, they're great at the uh, the hosting bit. Very funny. Have they had any cracking moments yet? 
Not yet. Still early days. Still Very early. good. It's, it's just the location's amazing. I can't, when you, if yeah. you watch the first episode, just it's at night, there's all fireworks going off. It's such an amazing location. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get... I might catch up tomorrow. I might just have a little day of three or four episodes. Bam, bam, bang. Back to back. Uh, but have a watch of that. And I've watched This Is Us as well. That's your thing on Amazon. I'd like to watch This Is Us, but my wife, uh, we're at the mo- in a habit of watching like one episode of things. It's really mm. winding me up. I've seen one episode of The Queen's Gambit. Uh, I've seen one episode. It's just like, come on, I want to get stuck into like a to series. get stuff finished as well, like you know, to get stuff off yeah. the table and move on. That's I know, same, thing. same. Right, I'll, I'll try and do that for this week. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I've been getting me fit on this week, Steve. Get your fit on. Getting me fit on. Yeah. What's that mean? I don't know. Just getting fit. Just getting fit. Yeah, I was just trying oh, to okay. create. create a- a cool new phrase that young people might use. Yeah, yeah, yeah get your fit um, on. You know what I'm like? I'm all or nothing. I'm basically, I'm like Ricky Atten. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get fit for a fight, <laughs> then I get yeah. fat when I'm not fighting. Yeah, you don't have a lot of fights though, do you? I don't have a lot, as many fights as Ricky Atten. <laughs> so, so you've not got the reason that Ricky used to <laughs> no. go, well, I've got that fight, haven't I? So I need to I, stop I, eating those breakfasts and do I this. I just can't, I can't um, <laughs> motivate myself at all. If I've not got something like... Should I offer you out for a fight and then you'll have to... Maybe we'll have to sort of both tone up a bit. I would knock you right out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you, reckon, hey, do you reckon if we had a fight, like a proper fight, which one I mean, I'm, I, can, I, can, I can go vicious. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, not what we ever would, but like if it came to a fight yeah. between me and you, like a proper... Would, and also, were you like... Stick to you, the rules. Or are you Queensbury? No, I'm or... straight fight, yeah. <laughs> would you bite my nose off? <laughs> Yeah, I got that from your uncle. That was his technique. Yeah. Yeah, I'd bite your nose off. I'd eat you with anything. I've never thought about that before. I'm just thinking about which ones are my mates. No, no, but like, (laughs) even as a, for a second, if we just empty that world, that world. What, just who who of your mates could you beat up? If me and you got in a proper fight, like, on the street. Hmm. I mean, you're taller than me. You've probably got a bigger, a a further reach. You've got quite long arms, yeah. Yeah. Long arms. But I reckon I could be quite like, you know, in and out, ducking and diving. Yeah, and you like, could be a smotherer cool. as well, you know. You know, like if we did, if it was like more <laughs> ultimate fight rules, you know, when you got to hold them down to submit, I think yeah. I'd st- struggle a bit more there. Yeah. Also, at some point, I would. You'd have give to it, get me down, though, wouldn't you? I would. What? <laughs> I would give it the full um, uh, crane f- f- a kick from Karate Kid. Yeah, from Karate Kid. You Cobra Kai, yeah. I go Cobra Kai on you. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm more Cobra Kai. I think you're you're Miyagi Jim, I think. Miyagi Dojo. <laughs> Miyagi Dojo, that's me. Yeah, that's you. Oh, I'm, I don't think we should ever fight, but I think if we did, I think it'd, yeah. be, I think it'd be a fair fight, actually. Yeah, I think we'd, we'd, yeah, we'd like to keep it fair, wouldn't we? Yeah. I don't think we're in the same weight category, though. <laughs> I think we, it's hard to know, isn't it? Who knows? It's hard to know. Who knows after lockdown? We're all We're all, we're all in the same weight Uh, Steve, yeah, uh, a little thing popped up in my uh, time hop. Do you have that time hop thing? Where no, what's time hop? It's like basically when you posted the pictures online. Oh yeah, yeah. They come then... up twelve months later. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what you posted. Anyway, one popped up for me. I say I must have posted it about five years ago, and it is. Um, it's actually a picture of a note that I wrote when I was at school. It's a bit cringy. This, so just you're gonna have to go with me. Okay, okay. Uh, on this, so. I was uh, I, I had a really good friend at school called Carly, hmm. uh, and uh, I wrote her this note. And weirdly, even more weird is that she kept it. Uh, I signed it uh, to Carly. Love Jason. 
uh, in a graphics room in school on the 7th of the 11th, 1996. Okay. How old were you there then? I'd have been uh, 15. Yeah, okay. Uh, On the back of the note, I put, I will be famous one day soon, so don't lose this. Oh, very cocky. I mean, cocky. Or, or if I was American, you would just say confident. Yeah. But over here you go, what a big head. <laughs> yeah. Um, weirdly, that is not, I can't ever remember thinking that I was going to be yeah. any idea of fame. Well, you must have done because you did write it on a note. I know, but I, I don't remember ever thinking that. But hey-ho, there you are. I'm not going to. So she you kept know. the note. Is that, what, is that what you said? She kept the note. Okay. And she put, and she sent me the she sent me a picture of the note, uh, and uh, so she's got it. I don't know if it, maybe it's worth something once I once I kick the bucket like yeah. Um, but uh, but I did think to myself, I wonder how many other people knew people before they were famous. Yeah, yeah. You know what they actually got up to, and 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 also whether they thought they would be. Yeah, because yeah. she must have had an idea when she kept that note. She must have thought, I'm going to keep this. Mm. There's something, sort of... there's something about this guy's confidence, this is American thinking, uh, <laughs> yeah. then I, you know, I'm going to keep this. <laughs> Big-headedness. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So um, I'm sort of, you know, I, I, I apologise. I'm not, I'm not bragging about this note, by the way. I'm not, it's not like I'm, I'm embarrassed about it. But Did you I say, just like, told you? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've sent her another note recently on uh, letter-headed paper from my office. Yeah. Uh, just to say, see... I'm no longer in the graphics room. <laughs> I'm in the east wing of my new house. <laughs> uh, so um, I did ask on social media about whether people had uh, went to school with people who were famous, whether they met people beforehand and thought, oh, that, that person could uh, you know, go on to other things. I'd yeah. love to find out about that. So if you are on social media, do let us know this morning. Get onto Facebook and Twitter and whatnot and let me know. Um, and it could be totally random. Erica Sinclair says, I worked in a Findus fish factory in Aberdeen mm. right, on in Aberdeen. the same machine as me in 1971. Was, Steve, drumroll. Was it uh, fish at Marillion? <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Annie Lennox. Oh, really? Annie Lennox, how good's that? No more fish goujons. It was the summer before she left. (laughs) What was that? No more fish (laughs) goujons. That's what she (laughs) sang. So, um, yeah, she would... Fish cakes are made of this. (laughs) All those. Walking on, walking on, walking on. Fish Crustaceans. She's uh, that was the some of us who went to the Academy of Music in London. Uh, Jane Weller was in Ed Sheeran's class at school. At the end of year eleven prom, we gave him the award for most likely to be famous. Oh well, so there you go. Was there you go. Really flying, uh, Tina Cunningham, Joe Cocker was my uncle Terry's apprentice at British Gas. That sounds about right, though, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, he used to wind him up. He thinks he can sing their nose. <laughs> yeah, I'll see thee. <laughs> What would you do? Yeah, all that. What would you do if I say out of tune? Pass us that. Pass us that. Now I need to Just this. With, are you Corgi registered? Because <laughs> everything else is unimportant right now, Joe. We're fixing a boiler. Before they were famous, right here on Absolute Radio. Music matters. What about you, Steve? You met 
did you know anybody before they were massive? When I was uh, when I was, I was probably about sort of eighteen. I used to work at Hensford yeah. Town Football Club behind the bar. I was in the bloke there, and there was a girl who used to bottle up. She was about fourteen, I think. Uh, right, Jackie Degg, who became a sort of a glamour model and an actress. Oh, so I knew when she was fourteen. Her dad was my boss, Dave Digg. Okay. Very big, massive Wolves fan. He, used to, he came in one day. He was, well, I've just lost Googled to Oxford Jack. United, Steve. <laughs> what three nil? Don't look at the score, mate. Don't look at the score. Oh my god! He was he got very emotional when the Wolves lost. <laughs> That's what I remember, right, Dave. I like the sound of him. Actual lovely. tears. Yeah, proper tears. <laughs> well, Jackie Degg, uh, who I just googled, voted mm. the best page three girl of all time. Steve. Oh, well, so not I didn't know just this. Just the glamour model. Yeah, no, I didn't know this. Didn't know this. The best pastry girl of all time. Oh, that's well. uh, so, and uh, I used to bottle up with her. There you go. There you go. Not a euphemism. Uh, it does sound a little bit like one. Uh, what about uh, Doretta Knowles, who says my mum knew Dudley Moore's sister from church? Oh, okay. Uh, no, not quite tenuous, but it's there. It's there. Something. Uh, Dud used to hang around while my mum played the church organ. Uh, he was really quite little, uh, but my mum used to let him help her pull the organ stops out. This all sounds like a big euphemism. Yeah, doesn't it? Uh, he certainly went on to great things. He certainly did. Uh, Helen Winspear says, I went to primary school with James Norton. I was what? gobsmacked when I saw him on TV and found out he was being considered for the role of Bond. The oh. last time I saw him, we were in the nativity together. He was Joseph, I was a donkey. Uh, was he good though? Wow. He's very good, very good donkey. <laughs> exactly. I can't. I don't know Joseph's surname. Uh, otherwise, I would have gone. The name's Seth. <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> so, yeah, it's about that. Yeah. They don't really have surnames in the Bible, do they? No. Uh, what about uh, Julianne Kerr, who says saw the winner of the Bake Off at a cake show before we knew he was the winner, and I was I got out of my wheelchair to get a photo with him. Wow. Look at that, that's impressive. Uh, and Dad looked shocked. She can walk. You've cured her. It's a miracle. <laughs> you would think that. That would be the first yeah, thing I would think off. as well. Yeah. That's the magic of the bake-off, Steve. Mm. Uh, Cloder McPhillips says, uh, Brendan O'Carroll, a.k.a. Mrs. Browns, met him several times before he was on the telly. He used to do an open night at the Barge Pub in Dublin as a comedian. Uh, it was always down-to-earth and hilarious. Just had funny bones. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of these. I love this. Cheryl That's James. I was in an amateur production of Grease with Dave Willits. He turned pro and took over as the Phantom of the Opera when Michael Crawford left. Oh. He also plays Jean Valjean in Les Mis in the West End. That's pretty That's good. Impressive. That's impressive. That's, That's hard in it, I think, if you're in a school play. With someone with... who becomes a massive yeah. star. Yeah. Especially I'm... if you were the lead and they were just, you know. Yeah, definitely. My wife uh, went, did the drama degree at Manchester University and was in the same class as Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm, okay. My wife's a producer now. The last time she acted was in a play with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, and okay. I always say, why was, that, why was that last time you ever did a play? She was like, basically, he was so good. I thought, what's Forget the point? It. Forget it. <laughs> what's the point? If that's the standard you've got to be. I can't do it. I'd rather produce. I actually uh, hung out recently with Sean Ryder, Steve. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, For a thing we're doing for Stand Up to Cancer, where I had to teach Sean Ryder how to do stand-up comedy. Uh, Good pupil? I would would say he was as good a pupil now as he was when he was at school. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I'll let you... I think uh, he was mainly probably truant at school as well. Yes, I'll let you be the judge of that. But we did have a good few walks around Salford. 
and uh, you know to try and get material and stories from his past. And what I realised was is that Sean knew a lot of my family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, in the past, and uh, they all go, oh yeah, no, we remember Sean. Like he was a bit of a bit of a rogue, you know. That's how they describe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sean Ryder when he was a teenager, yeah. and um, and so we we chatted, you know, about the family and stuff. And what was weird is his memories of, you know, my family. You know, I've talked about it in my book uh, before now, and you know, talked about it in my stand up. You know, there was there was always an element of like doing whatever you can to get through. You know, yeah. whether that was yeah, whether that was a bit of shoplifting or whatever to get through the day. You know, and I, my he said to me, "Oh yeah, I remember you, uh, Gary, Gary." I was like, "That's right, yeah." It's my uncle. He went, "Oh yeah, the robber." I was like, oh, he's, not, he's not a robber. He's a 65-year-old granddad. Yeah. He lived in my house for six years. Yeah. The robber? I was like, when he was 13, maybe. Yeah. yeah. He probably stole a Can few sleep from Woolworths. Yeah. <laughs> so people have memories of, uh, of certain people. Crikey. Uh, Claire Lynch. Wow. She's come right in with the big boys here. David oh, okay. Beckham. Oh, she went to school with David Beckham. Well, she says, no, loads of people before they were famous, to be fair, but with him, I knew it as soon as I met him that oh. he was going to be famous. She doesn't say where she met him, though. No, that's interesting. So, because she might have met um, him at, like, Euro 96, and that doesn't really count. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're going to be big I know one, you're going places. <laughs> uh, Paula says, I used to work with Joe Lyser and we became good friends. He was so hardworking and determined. I knew he would be a success with whatever he put his mind to. I was surprised when it turned out to be stand-up comedy. I don't know if that's a, a compliment or compliment. Uh, He was always naturally funny, but I just didn't see him going down that path. Hmm? I think a lot of my friends are surprised that I've become a comedian. So, Jason! Manford. A comedian. Comedian, sure. <laughs> uh, Carol Pocock says, uh, my daughter's drama teacher. He was very funny when I met him and he's uh, at her careers interview. He's also very funny on Taskmaster. Greg Davis. Oh, He was a teacher, go. wasn't he? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course he was, yeah. Uh, Chris Gray, Aston Merigold from JLS was in the Fun Song Factory that I hosted at Butlins. You could see he was talented right there and then. Backflips, yeah. Backflips and all sorts going on. Let's see who else we've got. Have we got any big ones? Uh, oh, what about this? Deborah Hartfield. A little bit of a, a little bit of a um, name drop here, but that's what this subject is. To be yeah. fair, uh, I got chatted up by Jude Law on the train when I was eighteen. Oh. I gave him my number, but every time he rang, I told my mum to say I was out. Oh, that's. I bet that's... she's kicking herself now, yeah, isn't she? A little bit, yeah. Absolutely. I, I was just watching the holiday over. On Netflix over Christmas, you'd be like, that could have been me, that. That's me, yeah. Why yeah, did I say I was out all these times? Yeah. Do you think people, when when people who knew you before you were on telly and acting and stuff like that, do you think they're, they'd be surprised or do you think, actually, he was always good at that? No, I didn't really do, but we didn't have the, the, well, the mash school. We didn't have jam. We didn't even have uh, playground. I mean, school was drama. Every day were a fight for your life. Um, no, so we didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I used to sort of make films with my, my brother and my mates and stuff, and then that's yeah. how I got sort of into it. So yeah, they wouldn't from school. They wouldn't really. Yeah. Know I mean, when I was five, I did. Uh, I was a cog in a giant machine with Michael Hardsaw. Oh wow! So um, you know, maybe people uh-huh. saw that and went, "This guy is going places." This Running in a circle because he's playing a tiller arm. <laughs> Uh, Hazel Fido says uh, Alison Hammond from this morning was on 
the entertainment team at our hotel in Tunisia about 23 years ago. She did an mm. exercise routine, which was hilarious, and she was absolutely lovely with all the guests. Uh, I always knew she was going to do well in the showbiz world. Uh, Kelly Morrill says, Alison, uh, I went to Tunisia when I was 13, and she was the children's entertainer. She was so lovely, so much energy, and would play with us for hours by the pool. We loved her. Oh, That's thing. always nice to hear, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Gareth Gates' family owned a caravan on the Haven camp that I was an entertainer at in 2001. Still That's counts. Paul Lowton. It all counts. Jim Smith met Coldplay at Leeds Cockpit. They all signed a drum skin for me, and Chris Martin wrote on it, this is the first dr- drum skin we've ever signed. Yeah. I like the sort of range of these famous people. Yeah. And we started really high, didn't we? Dudley mm. Moore and people like that. And, uh what have we got here? We've got Alan uh, my dad used to cut Alan Carr's hair when he was a young lad. His yeah. dad managed a local football team. Yeah. Uh Tony Wright from Terrorvision was a glass collector at a bar. That's a good job for a future famous person. Yeah. Uh, we used to go over to a, a few times. He used to he told us once that his band would be on top of the pops one day, and I said, Tony, when that happens, I'll bear me backside on the town hall steps. A few years later, Terrorvision released Tequila. Well, he's oh. not said if he actually showed his backside on well, the town hall steps. That's the, you got to honour the promise, haven't you? He entered into a gentleman's and, agreement, Steve. Yes, and he could also he could drink loads of tequila and then make it all a bit easier on himself. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Double, double, double bubble. <laughs> uh, Margaret Ray, we saw Jay McDonald's at a working men's club in Burnley. She was fantastic, and I remember saying she was going to be big one day. She sang the song from Robin Hood, I'll Always Love You. Ah, she's she going places. She's, she's going places. On a cruise ship. <laughs> Bill Bailey was a year below me in school, says Kenneth. Even then he had a certain something special, always entertaining the class. Have you seen Bill on Strictly? He's very good, isn't he? Oh, he's brilliant. But he looks like he's really enjoying it as well. Yeah, that does make a massive difference. But he's musical, isn't he? So he's going to know, you know, he's going to know where, the, where the, the beats are. Musicality. Musicality, yeah, yeah. But I think it does help, obviously. Yeah, Because he just knows yeah. the, the, all, the, all the moments. It's, uh, it was brilliant to watch. I think he could win it, you know, Steve. I hope so. I think so. It'd be great. It'd be great for him because he's so funny, very talented, and one of the nicest people uh, in show business. Friend of the show, if you want to listen to uh, my chat with Bill Bailey. Uh, I chatted to him a little while ago, but it's on one of the podcasts. Have a little look from wherever you get your podcast from. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've got some emails, Steve. Okay. Well, we'll we'll email, don't we? we love an email. Feel free to send us an email whenever you like. Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, we've got uh, from one from Kaylee. She, she says, Morning, Jason and Sir Steve. Mm-hmm. That's my full title, yeah. That's the full title. If you want to follow Steve on, uh, on Twitter, he is Sir Steve Edge. Uh, I love the podcast, says Kaylee. I've gone backwards and listened to it from the beginning to the point that my girls, Belle, Rose, and Fern, know all the jingles, including hashtag bin chat. Mm hmm. Uh, I have a question for you my eldest, from my eldest daughter. What came first, Steve? The fruit orange or the colour orange? Oh, no. That is a good question. Because it's the same with lemon, isn't it? And lime, yeah. I suppose. Because it's weird that those three are named after, like apple and you know pear, they're named after, they're a thing, aren't they? Yeah. But they've just gone, what's that? And they've gone... Uh, orange, and they've just called it after what they've seen. Yeah, I think orange, the... I think the... F- I think the fruit came first. Well, the fruit's got to have come fruit... first, but the name for the fruit. No, the name of the fruit. I think the name of That's the fruit I mean. came first. 
Do you? And then, yeah, I think so. And then off the off the fruit, the colour came. Uh, because yeah. why would you use? You probably wouldn't even talk about colours. Don't forget, it was a lot. Most things were in black and white as well. But so yeah, but they'd just gone grab the. They won't be colours, so they'd have gone grab the thing off the tree there, the brown thing, the yeah. Oh, do you know? And then they went. What are you saying? They went the. Let's call that an orange. And then yeah, when they I saw they that like, color, the orange, they yeah, I think they were like, let's call it an orange. It must be from something like. They, would they not have looked at it and gone, let's call that, um, what's that color? It's like fire in it. Call that the from fire. from French or something. The fire or fruit. Let's call that the fire fruit. Yeah. That one, it's the color of fire. Like orange. L'orange. Well, yeah. Orange. Yeah. And then so, it became orange. In Spanish. Yeah. I think the fruit, I'm going to say. My answer is that the fruit came first. And it was and, called an orange. And, and it's then called an orange. And then what we're going to call this colour looks like the same colour as that fruit. Exactly. I'm going to go the reverse. I'm going to say they they had the colours first. Because lemon and lime, you mentioned them, lemon and lime. That's clearly the name of the fruit and the uh, the fruit in, of the lemon and lime. And we've got the colours lime saying. green and lemon yellow off that. Yeah, but you have a lemon v-neck, don't you? <laughs> Do you? Is yeah. That- it's a colour of it's a colour of a lemon, a lemon v-neck. You know that that's a colour as well. You don't just have to say lemon yellow. It's lemon. No, no, is a but but that's come from the fruit. Lemon. No, I think the colour came first. What you think? You think the colour lemon I think, I think came first, there. and then somebody saw a fruit and went, "That's no, the we're talking about orange. Lemon. We're not talking about lemon. No, no, <laughs> no, but I'm using that as an example. Yeah, okay. I'm saying. The yeah, word. I'm going to stick to my guns. I think they sat <laughs> so there. Hold on. So you they think... needed a colour for it. Just so that when the cavemen were going out, they were like, where's me, um... oh, we need to get a name for this. Where's me lemon jacket? Because <laughs> <laughs> you need a high-vis thing. Because if you go out there and there's dinosaurs or whatever, they need to, well, no, actually, you don't need a high-vis. No, so I... high-vis at all. <laughs> so I'm saying, I agree with you, yeah. They didn't the have high-vis jackets. Cavemen, is that the question? Cavemen did not have high-vis jackets. <laughs> the last thing you want when there's dinosaurs knocking about is a high-vis there jacket. There he is. He's ironing that tree. <laughs> but did they have good eyesight, the dinosaurs? Who knows? Then, it wouldn't matter if you've got a high-vis jacket on. I mean, <laughs> people will argue that they died out before the humans, but, but anyway, let's not. I'm going to say fruit first, colour was off the fruit. Mm. The same as lemon and lime. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's well, right. Look, I don't know, but I think no, that's more know likely. Either. That's the answer. We love a hypothetical question. We love a real question. We love historical questions, geography questions. We love anything that gets us talking and thinking on a Sunday morning. So email us at jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. I think we should talk about um, sex, Steve. Oh, like salt and pepper. Yeah, like exactly, exactly like that. There's a there's a new survey by there's a survey by Jurex, the the condom people, Johnny people, Johnny people. It'd be great if you actually called Johnny and you worked at Jurex, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard that. Yeah, my name's Johnny and I work at Jurex. Yeah. One in three people hate talking about sex with their partner, while one in five never do. Oh, I was going to say never stop. <laughs> never st- <laughs> never stop. Never stop. fried egg. Ooh, fry your eggs. Oh, just, I just stop. <laughs> <laughs> no sandwich, I'll have you on a butty. <laughs> oh, shut oh, up. You can imagine that, living, living like that. Living with that um, guy. Uh, yeah, they basically said uh, that, obviously, 
communication improves everything. Mm. And uh, there's, they've now come up with a little uh, sort of A to, C, a to Z guide, they've come up with it, but uh, of how to um, sort of talk about it, essentially. Right. Um, what, like with a list of questions? That was yeah, I mean, some of them have... It's not inside with the some condom, is it like a fortune cookie? Oh, God. What an awful idea. That's a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's apps, apparently, that you can use. Um, I don't know what those are, but there's yeah. apps called Coral and Tease Me. Ooh. Mm. Um, there's a, you could have a book club where you could start reading naughty books together. Yeah. He's got the time, though. <laughs> no, who can be bothered? <laughs> um, compliments. Give each other yeah. compliments. Oh, yeah, well, that's easy. That's enough, easy it? enough, isn't yeah, it? You yeah. shouldn't need to be told, though, really. No, to you that. shouldn't really. Oh, that reminds and, me. I need to give you a compliment. Yes. Uh, you are beautiful. You're a very good mother, and I absolutely love you. That's what Now, I'm come right. on. Let's crack right. on. <laughs> Let's crack on with the day, because it's boring me now. <laughs> desire diaries, they say. So keep a desire diary. Know all the times you felt in the mood and... What you'd want to be thinking, of, what you were thinking about, watching, eating, or like, wearing. It sounds like Craig David's week, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think also you've got to be careful if you were like, desired that. On Tuesday, I did feel a little bit uh, frisky yeah. because I'd just eaten something and seen Holly Willoughby on the telly or whatever. Yeah, you were like, exactly, I'm yeah. gone. Uh, eating well is something you should be looking at. Um, in getting into each other's fantasies, games night. You could play naughty couples games to spark conversation. Mm, okay, I don't know what that. What those? Right, are. like Monopoly, and you go, oh, it's landed on my property. I've got yeah, any money. Exactly. Well, I'd like to buy pain, your own. You know, hotel. there's other ways of paying. <laughs> strip, what? strip Monopoly. Well, that's just that I've got two <laughs> houses on there, <laughs> so it's, it's not going to be cheap. <laughs> Paying kind, is what I'm saying. Oh, I wouldn't mind buying your part lane. <laughs> yeah, you could do all that, couldn't you? Um, holding hands is very important. Uh, saying the word I a lot, mm. I think. I love it when we do this. <laughs> like that, mm. I do. Joking, that's around in there. You should have a little, a little bit of a laugh in the bedroom. Yeah. That's the idea. Um, kissing, that's obviously important. Uh, learn from each other. They're really struggling with this A to Z. Some of them are like, quite obvious, aren't they? Yeah. Monthly kissing. fun. Monthly fun, this says. A yeah. sex toy subscription box gives you a new set of conversation starters yeah. every month. Hang on, uh, has this been started by the company that's got a, a monthly <laughs> subscription to us? I, don't I mean, I'm already in like a real ale one and a wine one. I haven't <laughs> seen much stuff coming through the boxes. I'm like, what's this now? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Uh, neutral territory. Get dressed and get out of bed before you talk. Your partner is less likely to perceive anything you discuss as criticism or an order if it's said in a safe, neutral space. That's what you're wearing. Don't know. What's going on here? Depends what you dress though. If you dress as a beef eater, going, listen, I've got some things to say. It's a bit, what's happening now? Uh, quiz. You can use a quiz as a way of getting to know each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sexy quiz. Sexy quiz. <laughs> Reminisce. Recall the sexiest moments. I mean, oh, I presume that you've had no money to fancy yet. <laughs> <laughs> Take Sk- that karate uniform off. <laughs> a schedule. Uh, you should you should schedule a time in for your sexy chat. Um, topical, it says here. I don't know what that means. What do you think about the Trump uh, situation? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wants to be topical. Uh, well, undress, that's like... not good for libido, is it? Just talking about stuff like politics. <laughs> no, absolutely not. What do you think about Brexit? Are you all the way in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of remaining. <laughs> Um, you could write notes to each other, uh, X-rated inspiration, saying yes, and zone. Create a sensual spot where you can totally relax and focus only on each other. 
clear away any kids' toys, is it? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. You don't want to be going at it and leading on to a bit of Lego. Oh, Spoil any awful, moment. Wouldn't it? Or oh just losing God. a bit of Lego. Was there a bit of Lego there a minute ago? <laughs> I, I think a bit was. of Duplo's popped up me ball. <laughs> <laughs> Spatial's gone. <laughs> so there you are. Uh, that's our sexy talk. Done. Now, Steve, there was a time where I um, I did this show without you. Mm, yeah, there was. I know. Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, it feels like it was a long time ago. We've been doing this since time. March, haven't we? <laughs> Feel, everything feels a long time ago, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. But um, a few years ago, I uh, I talked about this on the radio one day and um, sort of thought nothing of it, dealt with it. The, 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 we got a little complaint, which is rare on this show, actually. We don't get many complaints. Um Thank, please keep that up, guys. Uh, generally, the audience get it. You know, they get they get that we're having a laugh. We're having yeah. a laugh. Just having a joke. Not scripted, is it? Just ah, off the top no, of our head. If it's just scripted, things, then yeah. you could complain. Yes. I think it's fair to say. Um, so I sort of forgot about this situation. But uh, the other day, uh, Hide Your Diamonds on uh, Twitter, uh, a lad called Alex Malander, uh, posted a little thread uh, of a story that uh, involved me and this radio show. Oh, okay. So uh, he says, uh, something to cheer you up on this first Saturday of lockdowns. So this was last week. Mm. Uh, here's a thread of when my dad had a run-in with Jason Manford a while back and was mentioned on his absolute radio show. Oh. Okay. So this is what happened. And, and to be honest, I, I've been through this a couple of times. He is pretty much word for word what happened. Yeah, it's not, I can't even say, oh, that didn't happen, that didn't happen. Uh, So, this is Alex. So my mum and dad run a business from home that requires a bit of printing. Uh, Lived in the same house for years, very close to the school that I went to as a kid as well. Was great, because I would get up much later than the other kids he had. Mm, That would be good. Yeah. The crux of the issue here is parking. Never anywhere to park due to teachers and parents. And because of the business, they often have big drop-offs and deliveries from vans. So to stop the teachers parking in front of the house, my dad puts cones in the way. The teachers hate him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. One day during the school drop-off, who should rock up in his car but Jason Manford, of course. He must have seen the cones a few times before and thought, honestly, sod this, moved the cones and parked up anyway. Is that what you thought? That's pretty much what I thought, actually. Was it sod this or something else? It might have not been that, but it was word to that effect. Uh, My dad is watching like a hawk. Dad makes his way outside to confront Jason, an old spaghetti western style, excuse me, I live here, they are my cones, I need them for a delivery. Mm. Jason shrugs it off. Oh, okay then, sorry, it's not a big issue. Yeah, that happened? I mean, yeah, pretty much, I can't think of anything that... No, what? Nah, all right, mate, yeah, 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 whatever. (laughs) Not that, just Um, shrugging it off. It was. I just shrugged it off, I did actually just shrug it off. I just went, oh, okay. Well, you know, it's done now because I dro- I, I, this was on the way back from dropping the kids off. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'm leaving now and you can put your cones back. So I'm not- Oh, so he came out when you were going back to the car? Yeah, yeah, he was okay. like waiting for me when I got back. Yeah. So I was a bit like, well, whatever, you know what I mean? He wasn't sat I in didn't... a rocking chair on the porch, was he? Uh, he wasn't, no. Because you wouldn't no. have been quite so cocky then, would you? <laughs> no, probably not. But also, you know, what I do know is that you own the house, but you don't own the road in front of your house. Mm, I know, well, but that's I didn't what probably was that. expecting. Yeah, that's I didn't say expecting. any of that. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly, because you know I don't like confrontation, Steve, as you well know. Yeah, that's why they um, had a fight. <laughs> uh, so, D- 
dad tells mum, big mistake, Alex says. Mummy's mm. aware of Jason's radio show. Her Karen sense is tingling. Oh, like Spidey <laughs> sense. Yes. She's got Karen sense. She's got okay. Karen sense, yeah. This is her own son writing this. Uh, she listens in later that week. Jason starts talking about the running with my dad. Jason dubs him Cone Man. Oh, Cone Man. I was okay. calling him Cone Man the Barbarian. Like Conan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah. Son of Cone Man. Yeah. Uh, Cone Man returns, all that. Um, I've told him he's having that on his headstone. Uh, this is Alex, by the way. Again, that's not me. That wasn't my threat. Um, <laughs> Put that on your headstone, mate. Cone man. Yeah, you're shrugging it off. I was shrugging it off, mate. Jason goes on to talk about Cone man being in the wrong and so on. My mum is seething. She messages in. Maybe you should hear the other side of the story. That was my house stroke parking space. Something to that effect. She loves rattling cages, that Mrs. Cone man. That's what her son's calling her. <laughs> uh, anyway, later that day, there's a knock at the door. Mummy's out, so Dad gets it. It's Jason again. He apologises to my dad about the parking and the radio show mentioned. My dad's taken aback and invites him in. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. All right, so I did go in the house, Steve, and I'll tell you what happened after this. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So, where did I leave you? Where did I you, leave you in the you story? Just, you knocked on the door with some lovely flowers, maybe some chocolates, and the yeah. cone man himself was, was at home waiting for you. Well, what happened? Essentially, yeah. So I got, he, he invites me in to the house. Uh, for some odd reason, this is still Alex talking, by the way. This is a story that happened recently. You'll have to listen to the last link. I can't be bothered going back, back over it. <laughs> That's good radio, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, for some odd reason, Dad has his insatiable need to prove he wasn't having Jason on about the, uh, the deliveries. So says, I'll show you where I keep the printers. Absolute nut to my dad. I'm sure Jason was thrilled. Dad takes Jason into the cellar. Oh, okay. That's just, no, where was that for you? I, I remember it not being that creepy, I must say. Like, I didn't feel like it was a weird thing to do. Yeah. It's just sort of weird. went... Come, on, come down to the cellar and I'll show you my princess. It's a little bit weird. <laughs> you don't think you were going to get whacked in like Goodfellas style. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. And well, I did had you have a little, Did guy. you have a gun hidden in the flowers? Just in case it turned out <laughs> You know, like a... No, I just, um, I, I know, imagine. I could have ended up like cut to the next day and it's just me, dead body, instead in the place of a cone. I just like photocopy print out of your face like as you get more <laughs> murdered. <laughs> Um, so I go down. Um, there's, it's quite. A, he, he sort of says it's quite a weird cellar. There's like wheelchairs and Zimmer How many printers and all down sorts there? down there. There was a good few printers. It very oh, okay. much looked like a business of printing. It did. You know, it, it did. Okay, wasn't just, it wasn't like, just one like one printer. Small... No, it wasn't like, this isn't an office, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what printer? Uh, so anyway, there was no printer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's the printer? What printer? Why are you, why you, are you locking the, the door? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Alex says, Jason makes it out alive and probably has more questions than he did before he entered the house. Dad told Mum when she got home and she was a bit miffed because she missed him. Uh, they both got a delivery of flowers from him a few days later. Where, where was the Karen sense there? When he was, well, that wasn't <laughs> exactly. tingling then when you turned up, was it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mum doing a usual curtain twitching one day, makes sure no one moves uh, their cones, sees Jason waiting outside the school, uh, making the most of the situation. She waltzes up to him and says, hello, I just want to thank you for the flowers. I'm Cone Man's wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how she introduced herself. Anyway, that's the story about how my dad, and my dad recites it to everyone. Um, which and that's I'm, pretty I'm much quite, how it happened? Pretty much. I can't say that it was very much different from no, that. Well, you come out of it, all right? You don't come out of it, you know, bad. Yeah, I mean, 
they rang up to say we, they were upset that we'd mentioned it on the radio, mm. um, and so that's why I sent flowers because obviously I would hate to upset anybody. Yeah. Uh, so did you send flowers, or you, or, you might, or you like think, well, if I if I send flowers, this might smooth it over? <laughs> yeah, I sent yeah, I sent flowers to say, oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, but um, but now because it's because I'm just reading. Why does it say sorry? Sorry about the cone. Out. Sorry about the cone joke from Ofcom on the on the on the tag on the flowers. <laughs> Oh, sorry. It's at Jason, not Ofcom. Sorry. Um, I don't know how that's happened. <laughs> but I do, I do, I, I was apologising for the, for the taking the mickey on the radio, yeah. not moving the, the cones. cones. I stand yeah. by that I'm allowed to move the cones to part there. So I don't want to have to deal with Coman again. I'm no. Mrs. Coman and son of Coman. But uh, I very much stand by that. Like no, I agree with you because it yeah. happens outside my arrest. But there's a difference yeah. between what the law is and just being a nice person. So, like, oh, you can you can move. Them. I know I'm not saying you 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 would always move them, but it happens no. around here. People move me like, mate, come on, they've put them there for a reason. They're expecting yeah, to be so this. It's not every day. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite because I've seen some people use the wheelie bins and all sorts, but um, but uh, yeah, I I wouldn't make a habit of it. Uh, if I saw it every day, but you know, that day it was five to nine. I was in a rush. Has I wasn't to be prepared. To, if, it's, if you're going to be five minutes, late. that's all right, I think. Yeah. So that was it. That was it. But um, I'm quite honoured to be part of that family's uh, sort of stories. Stories now. I'm, I'm in there. That's a story they'll always tell. Quite. Yeah. Good. I need some printing done as well. So you have to uh, find me the find me the deets. <laughs> win win. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. We are going to be joined very shortly by uh, Courtney Act, who is an Australian drag queen, singer, television personality. Uh, you might have seen her on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, and uh, she's got a show coming up at the Garrick Theatre uh, very, very soon. Uh, but before we talk to her, Steve, I was thinking uh, mm-hmm. we should probably work out, like, if we ever... Because you recently, actually, you did a podcast uh, with a drag queen, and they said that you would make a good drag queen. I, know, I don't know what that's based on, just... Uh... I don't know. I don't know. I've got lovely I legs. Shoes that. my size. That's always the odd thing because I've got a size yeah, twelve so. shoes. Yeah, there is that. There but, is you that. Know, well, I think they can get them. I was having a little look uh, this morning at um, a, a, a drag queen named Generator, so okay. we could get this our own. This yeah. is what we're after. So yeah. I'm going to run them both side by side, so uh, we can get both at the same time. Uh, so the first question was, which generation do you belong to? So what your Generation X, aren't you? think so yeah uh, which so. is 64 to 84 yeah. uh so i'm i'm i think i'm technically a millennial because i'm 81 but let's see what happens uh the next one was what do you currently do in life are you still figuring it out or working in an office i do not work in an office i'm a traveler full-time student and rocking it uh i do not work in an i office. do not work in an office absolutely i'm, uh, I'm in a shed at the minute so. <laughs> what is your Stop. deepest desire is it inner and outer peace, a compassionate world, personal growth, finding true love, or understanding other people? I think a compassionate world. A compassionate world. I'm going to go understanding other people because I don't get them, Steve. I don't get mm, them. I don't know what it's all about. Uh, what would you say is your strongest quality? Uh, I'm a bit of a bright spark, intelligence. I'm always helping out, kindness. My life is crazy explosion of shapes and colours, creativity. I'm a survivor, strength. I know what I want, confidence. Well, I want I'm a survivor because it's just a bit more Beyonce. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Kindness. I'm always helping out. Uh, 
What role do you play in your friendship? I like to make friends laugh. They always come to me for advice. I tend to be a peacemaker. I offer support where I can. I am usually the one to help them fix things. I offer support where I can. I think I'm that oh, guy. Oh, that's a nice one. I'm going to go... Uh, so you'll offer support where I can. I'm going to go uh, laugh, I think. Um, how often do you work out, Steve? Work out. Are you serious right now? Every day, getting out of bed is enough of a workout for me. The people at the gym know me my name. Fitness is life. Uh, getting out of bed, that one. <laughs> yeah, same, same. Okay, I don't know any questions that are on this. Oh, come uh, on. Why did you take this test, Steve? Uh, I know the real reason, but you have to answer it. Uh, it looked fun. I was bored. My friend encouraged me to do so. All of the above, none of the above. My friend encouraged me to do so. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go, it looked like fun. Okay, what, and last one, I think. What do you dream about when you sleep? Uh, I often dream about drowning, fighting or running away from war. This has got deep all of a sudden, hasn't it? Crikey. Oh, I, I dream that I'm flying. I often dream of animals, people, and relationships. Uh, people and relationships. I think yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Uh, if you were an animal, what would you be? A dog or a wolf? Tiger or a lion? Gazelle or a horse? Owl, owl or a falcon? Or a dolphin? Owl or a falcon. All oh, right, I'm going to go yeah. gazelle. Just the eyelashes. Um, do you have a bucket list? No, I'm living each day as it comes. I'm halfway through it already. I only have a couple of items on it. Uh, I, I know what I want to do with life. Yes, but it's hard to get to it. Yes, but I'm halfway through it. Let's go with that one. Yes, yeah, fair enough. Here we go. Ending this is on the bucket list. Ending this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's on everybody's bucket list. Okay, so here we go. This go is your name. Here we go. Oh, that's a good name. Is it? Yeah. Mine, well, yours is Divine Intervention. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, That's like pretty that. good, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure divine there will be a divine intervention, I think. Yeah. Mine is Monica Tension. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Monica Tension. That's the yeah drag queen with a blood vessel coming out of the side of her neck, isn't it? She's really stressed about being a drag queen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's ours. Anyway, we're, gonna, that, we're never really going to make it. Uh, in RuPaul's Drag Race but somebody who did uh, is joining us very shortly uh, so stick around where we speak to Courtney Act after this Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Uh, now we know there's not a lot of theatre and things happening uh, at the moment, so any show that comes up, we want to hear about it. If you, people are confident and just going for it and giving the people what they want, that's what we want on this show. And so this morning we're chatting to Courtney Act, uh, who is a fabulous Australian drag queen, singer, television personality. You will have seen her on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, and... Uh, in Australia, did uh, Dancing with the Stars. Uh, she's doing a new show called A Dragatha Christie Murder Mystery. It's at the Garrick Theatre from the 4th of December, and uh, tickets are at deathdropplay.com. Good morning. Hello, Monica. Hello, Divine. <laughs> oh. How are you both? Do you know, I can actually get used to that. Yeah, I, do you I like, like it? it now? I do actually. I can see why. I can see it now. Where did yeah. you find that drag queen name generator? Because normally it's so reductive. It's like, what was your first pet? What was the name of the first street you lived no, on? Oh, I see. But no, this that... one was quite like deep, like intimate. Like, yeah, that was, was like, like a Myers Briggs, like a full. Yeah, it really full, got to like, my rundown. soul. But what does Monica tension? Not it doesn't. Is it Monica tension? Feels. I feel like Monica tension isn't making it. It isn't like a classy well, one onto RuPaul's Drag, drag Race. Queen, isn't it? Stressed out. I feel queen. like the algorithm kind of like had a glitch there. It meant to say Anita Tension, 
but then something attention. went wrong and you ended oh, up like... with monica tension yeah <laughs> you know what i mean doesn't quite feel right i must say yeah how did you uh how did you get to yours well it was the year 2000 mm-hmm. and my well she wasn't my best friend yet but she is now but she was sort of one of sydney's premier drag queens and her name is vanity fair with an e right. That's and a great name. um yeah, and she's she was like the supermodel, looked like she should be on the cut, co- still looks like she should be on the cover of magazines, yeah. hence the name. And I wanted to do drag, and I feel like I read in one of those books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or one of those, you know, business mm. books that we read in the late 90s, that if you, if you wanted to get ahead, <laughs> you should invite somebody from your industry out for lunch. And so I asked Vanity out for lunch and uh, talked about my drag debut, which was happening on New Year's Eve 2000 to 2001. And um, I wanted to be called Ginger Le Bon because I wanted to be like a smoky-voiced, red-headed, shag-cut nightclub singer. Um, (laughs) And she was like, oh, I think you should go with something cuter and girlier like Courtney. And I was like, oh, Courtney. Well, there was a girl that used to live over the back. Her name was Courtney. And then I just said it slowly in my Australian accent, caught in the, caught in the, (gasps) caught in the act, Courtney Act. I see, I like it. Very good. And you've been, I mean, I was looking through your uh, CV earlier on. Crikey, it's as as long as mine. You've been doing hundreds and hundreds of things, dancing with the stars, neighbours. Yes, neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. I mean, what an honour. And also... Not only is it an Australian institution, but mm. here in the United Kingdom, it's even oh, more massive. popular. Yeah, massive. Absolutely yeah. massive. I mean, I used to like bunk off school to watch it. Oh, what? sorry, I thought that was a euphemism. No, it was, it was, I used to wag school. This is not getting wag any better. School. Thank uh, you. But, um, yeah, I used to, it's, a, it's a great show. So what did you play on that? You played yourself, I think, didn't you? I played myself, yeah. So Neighbours is so progressive that uh, for... Was it Pride? It was Pride. Was it Mighty Girl? Was it Pride? It was Pride. Right. So in Australia, we have our Pride Festival uh, uh, at the beginning of March. It's called the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras. Well, there's mm-hmm. many all around the country, but yeah. the, the one in Sydney is. Um, but our neighbours, neighbours were actually celebrating Pride, Lasseter's Pride or Erinsborough Pride. <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, I came in at the last minute to save the day and perform and um and host bingo which is something that i never do but you know i'm acting so that <laughs> hey, was a stretch exactly we all we all do different things yeah, yeah of course oh brilliant well we'll look out we'll look out for that um and uh, of course loads of things you've done singles and 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 singing celebrity mastermind you've done and uh like i said dancing with the stars cracky very busy but i'm basically gonna... like i'm just i'm like a reality television junkie <laughs> i think i'm in the guinness book of records for most number there was like Big Brother, Come Dine With Me, Mastermind, Dancing with the Stars, Australian Idol, all of them. Yeah, why not? Take it while you can, I say. Absolutely. Yeah, you got a check, i got a talent. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to talk to you about the show you're putting on uh, in London this year uh, very shortly, so stick around. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Uh, Courtney Act is still with us. Tell us about this show uh, that's happening at the Garrett Theatre on the fourth, uh, from the fourth of December. Well, it's called Death Drop, and if you want to get out and see some live theatre in a safe, COVID-safe venue over this mm-hmm. holiday season, then this is for you. Basically, 
because it's the only show running. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a bit of an, a monopoly, you know, we're the Rupert Murdoch of theatre shows. Right. Um, but we, does he own this channel? Anyway. Um, Probably. We have... Uh, it's there's a cast of seven drag performers, drag kings and drag queens in this mm -hmm. original Dragatha Christie murder mystery show that has been written. And it's happening at the Garrick from the 4th of December to the 17th of January. And you can get tickets at deathdropplay.com. Right. And it's just a whole lot of fun. It's just, it looks it, yeah. It says, think Agatha Christie's mousetrap, but with filthy puns, lip syncing and a whole lot of voguing thrown in. Yeah, actually, I don't think there's any lip syncing. Okay. But, uh, it's all live. Well, maybe throw that in. You've got a voguing. Yeah, a lot got of a... voguing. Um, but it's just it's just a good camp fun show that's suitable for everybody. I think like it's not one of these. Uh, it's not there's it's yeah. I think everyone will find it entertaining because it's just a good old thigh slapping sort of. Yeah, something a bit fun for for the festive period. A yeah. bit of fun. And of all of of all the performers been on uh, shows like RuPaul's. They have not, but uh, my co-star, Monet Exchange, uh, has been on Drag Race and she was... <laughs> They're always good names, aren't they? I've got to say. They're always uh, funny names. Vinegar Strokes, she was on Drag Race Oh, yes, UK. yes, I remember that one, yeah. Um, we've got Anaphylactic, who's from um, Manchester, <laughs> from the House of Gorgeous. And Lovely. we've got uh, Holly Stars, who actually wrote the show, which, as we're discovering in rehearsal, not only did she write it and not as only is she in it, but I have a feeling that she might be the star. Um, and then we've got Ke <laughs> Kima Bob and also um, 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 Louis Cypher, who are yes. our two drag kings. Yeah, so uh, uh, now drag kings is, I've just learned that phrase this morning, so mm -hmm. I presume that's just the opposite situation. Yes, correct. A, a female is dressed up as a fella. Yeah, they're performing masculinity and we're performing femininity. Okay, maybe I could be a drag king. No, you maybe you that. have to be. You you already are a drag king. You're <laughs> okay, a, fair enough. I don't know. Yeah, you're a male-bodied person you've... performing masculinity. I don't know. So I've already... never performed masculine up to no. now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I've got to say, I'm not. Um, I'm waiting for like celebrity drag race. Oh, it's they... already happened. Is it? I, I'd, get, I'd get involved in that. Oh, it's happened. Um, yeah, they did a season of that in the US, though. They haven't done a British Oh, version. okay. Maybe that's yeah. what needs... Would still you be up for that, Steve? Yeah, there's still time. We've got our names and everything. Maybe we could bring out Monica Tension and uh, Divine Intervention. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of <laughs> rhyme. They sound like a double act. Yeah. Oh, this just gets better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it together, Steve. I love it. I love it. So what's next for you after uh, we do uh, a Dragatha Christie murder mystery death drop? Well, as you know, there's a global pandemic going on, so I've I heard, heard, sort yeah. of just like to take life, you know, what's happening <laughs> tomorrow and maybe not yeah. what's happening in a month because you just enough. don't know, do you? No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair enough. Well, yeah. look, I hope it goes really well. I think it sounds fabulous. I'll be doing Panto up in Manchester, so uh, I won't actually get to see it, unfortunately. Oh, uh, who are you playing? I'm playing Muddles, who is Muddles. the... Uh, yeah. He's the like dame. A, I wish it was the dame. No, he's like a poor man's <laughs> buttons. Uh, uh -huh. He's, uh, you know, it's fine. We'll get through it. <laughs> but, uh, but good luck with uh, Death Drop at the Garrick Theatre from the 4th of September. Tickets at deathdropplay.com. Go and get your tickets right now for this socially distanced performance to cheer everybody up this festive period. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music. Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, we will be back next Sunday. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. What have you got planned today, Steve? 
Um, filming. Got a bit of filming. A couple of days oh, filming. So, another um, secret bit of filming. Another another uh, three. I've had three now coronavirus uh, tests just for oh, this filming. I love a coronavirus I'm test. I'm only filming for two days. <laughs> yeah, love. I just, lo- I just love that. Right up your nose, right down your Yeah, throat. the nurse that came to the door said she, her name on the ward is I'm the girl who makes all the boys cry. Because, wow. you know, they have to get right in the nostril to stimulate the yeah. tear gland. Yeah, I had a male so, nurse actually said I'm the one who makes all the girls gag. But it was a very different conversation yeah, we were weirder, having. weirder, isn't it? Yeah, is <laughs> well, I hope you pass your test. Yeah. And uh, and you and you have a lovely week filming. Hope that goes very well for you. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Uh, and I will be back uh, next Sunday, of course, with Steve. And uh, the podcast is up now, so have a little listen to that if you missed any of today's show. Take care.